direct from Anaheim. It's blindbargains.com coverage of CSUN 2020. Brought to you by AFB Access World. For the latest news and accessibility information on mainstream and access technology, Apple, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon offerings, access technology book reviews and mobile apps, and how they can enhance entertainment, education, and employment, log on to Access World, the American Foundation for the Blind's free monthly online technology magazine, www.afb.org slash aw. Now, here's JJ Meadow. CSUN 2020 here in the Blind Bargain Suite room. <laughs> and we have found a Will Butler and Alexander Halsoff Jensen from Be My Eyes back on the podcast. A lot has happened in the last year, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, hey, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks for having you. us. Uh, so I guess we'll separate the uh, the voices uh, for our, our transcriptionist, uh, Gracia. Uh, Will, go ahead and just... Yeah. That's Will. Will. I'm Will. Hi. And Alexander is... I am Alexander. The Danish go. accent. Yeah. You'll pick that out easy. Yeah. There you go. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, congratulations, first of all. Uh, you got a bit of an investment uh, round and some fu- more funding. Uh, one of you could talk about that and what that means for Be My Eyes. Yeah, that's right. That we we were really excited. We were excited to be able to to share the news in the, a couple of weeks ago that we've you know secured some investment to keep this thing going and keep Be My Eyes free. So getting investment money for a company like Be My Eyes, where as you mentioned, the calls are free, the volunteers are plentiful in the millions now. What does an investment enable you as a company to do, and how can that really benefit you? We are. We offer a completely free service, and it's completely unlimited and uh, everything. The way that what this investment has allowed us to do is to grow specialized help and also start to offer some new products. And it's, so it's really to uh, ramp up our partnerships with companies. Uh, right now, we work with the Microsofts and Googles and Procter & Gamble's of the world, and we are trying to expand that list. And this is what this investment is going to help us do. So we can continue to provide a free and unlimited service to all of our users. And also do some fun new projects. Hey, fun new projects. We will talk about <laughs> them in a minute. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the company structure. Um, we were just talking about this a minute ago. It's Obviously, you have to make a little bit of money, but it's more than just being a for-profit uh, company, right? Yeah, it's um, we as 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 you know that we in for the first few years we we didn't have a monetization strategy. But one thing was really really clear for us from the beginning was that BMIS has to be free. We think that an assistive technology tool is only accessible if it's also financially accessible. And our users are all over the world. So from the very first day, we were like, BMIS has to be free, no matter what. And the way that we introduced our monetization and was to invite new companies to, uh, to get on the platform on specialized help. It's and This is still free for all of the users, but the companies, they pay to be on the platform to better serve their blind and low vision customers. Let's delve a little more into that, talking about the specialized help. One of the perhaps limitations of a service like Be My Eyes relying on volunteers is that you may not have the same level of training and skills that are available in other services. Is specialized help a way that you can overcome some of that and try to enable some of those services? Or where do you envision that going? Yeah, we we want we are really excited to get companies on the platform because we think that the service that you get from a company is superior to what we as BMI School would be able to provide and of course what our uh, volunteers can provide. We work with big banks and you shouldn't talk to 
a volunteer about your banking statements. No. You shouldn't talk to a third-party company about your banking things, but you can talk to your bank about your banking issues. And the same with technical issues. Who's better to talk to your Microsoft or Google products issues with than Microsoft and Google? So we, we invited companies to join so we can provide a service that is like superior to anything else. And keep the volunteers just as eyes, you know? Right. We, like not have to use their brains, just use their eyes. What are the uh, the current numbers? I think over 2 million now? Oh, we're way we're over. Yeah. We are at um, 3.6 million volunteers. Um, 200,000 blind and low vision users. Yeah. That's a, a pretty crazy ratio, 18 to one. Yep. Yay for arithmetic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that also creates a challenge, right? Because you have a lot of volunteers that have either never gotten a call or maybe they've gotten one in the year and they're almost a bit desperate for one, right? Mm, believe it or not, we actually love that ratio. And as we grow, we're going to try to maintain that ratio because uh, the the proliferation of volunteers means that uh, the users can always get a pair of eyes quickly. Um, even though we ping lots of users at once, the chances that somebody's busy at that very moment are, you know, relatively good. So we we really actually like having this massive pool of volunteers to pick from because it's what keeps it connecting really quickly. And we can talk about connection times too. But I also want to say in particular this week, we've been thinking about it a lot because as people become more isolated and have to do this social distancing thing, um, Be My Eyes use is going up. And suddenly this massive pool of volunteers doesn't look quite as massive as it did. And we're like, this is it's a good thing we have such an amazing cushion because uh, we can totally serve people in times like this. That's a really good point, especially just with everything going on and so much People working remotely, especially, there's a lot of different challenges that weren't even anticipated a week or two ago, right? Yeah, absolutely. And just, you mentioned the connection time, Will, and just double-clicking on that. Right now, it's less than 30 seconds from when you tap that call button to someone picks it up at the other end. That's and across all languages. That's though. across all languages. Right. And I think English is less than 15. Um, Are you happy with that or do you want it to still be lower? I mean, we will, of course, it's the idea would be to have it been in instantaneously, but uh, I think that when we are talking a matter of a few seconds, that's pretty close to instant support. And and that's like 24/7. Anecdotally, I think like if you're in one of our biggest markets, you're going to you're talking about like a 6 to 10 second connection time. But when we average these things out, you know, for outliers, we start getting, that's where we start getting those numbers, like 15 sure. to 30 second averages and other languages too, where there aren't as many volunteers yet. Sure. I want to talk for a minute about uh, privacy. It's a conversation we've been having uh, with uh, several of our interviews and definitely think it's fair to include you guys on it as well. What are you doing as far as maintaining privacy and integrity as far as the recordings of calls, um, allowing users to either opt out of those recordings or have access to them? Where, where is your current position on that? Well, I mean, we're connecting people with strangers, right? So we, we tell people pretty clearly, don't share anything you wouldn't mm -hmm. share with a stranger on the call. And then because of trust and safety, I mean, to keep people safe on the platform, we record the calls that are going to the volunteer network, which is part of how we make sure that we keep a tight lid on abuse. And if anything, heaven forbid, were to happen on the platform, we'd be able to solve the problem really quickly. But on the specialized help side of things, when you're connecting with experts, when you're talking about personal information, calls are never recorded. That's not part of what we do. We don't have any interest in processing per people's personal data. Do the companies themselves, can they optionally request that access? Maybe it would be the same as calling up a bank and it says this call is recorded for quality. 
I mean, that's sort of between the, the when we connect the user to the company, it's suddenly that's now about the relationship between the user and the company. And it's up to the company what they want to do with the person's data at that point, because it's their data as well. So it's, you know, how sometimes you call your bank and it's like, qual calls may be recorded for quality and training purposes. I guess the bank could decide to do what they want with the bank data, but we don't get involved in any of that. Okay. I ask in part because I don't think I've heard any sort of message you know yeah if you call a bank you hear that but if you call a specialized help i don't think i've ever i don't no, think any of they, our partners they, are none of these calls are recorded yeah oh, okay awesome uh what's on the horizon as far as either specialized help or other features that you're looking to or you're thinking about over the coming months yeah so like for specialized help uh it's, you know, working with several interesting companies that are that will be getting on um and that's in the new industries uh of course we can't talk about this right now um but there will be some exciting news coming up as for for new projects, we are twenty twenty is gonna for us it's gonna be a lot on focused on employment as well, trying to make workspaces more accessible. So, make it we are working on what's called BMIs for work. Okay. Uh, is this a blind bargains exclusive? <laughs> Do we have a sounder. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so um, basically trying to use uh, the BMIs platform to make uh, workspaces more inclusive and more accessible. I mean, again, going back to all the remote work, there's a lot of uh, potential in that area right now, right? Yeah. That's uh, very interesting to follow. We'll definitely be uh, looking for uh, more developments as that uh, uh, is released uh, for sure. Yeah, and I think since the last time we've talked to you, we've had some P&G brands come on. Um, I, we, we had this big thing about Clear Blue um, yep. when we announced that uh, we'd be connecting users with pregnancy and home fertility test support. That was a huge, huge mm -hmm. deal, and it's being used globally now, and the response has just been incredible to allow Procter & Gamble to support the blind community while they're working on accessible solutions. That's been huge. Yeah, National I Federation of the Blind has come on board, on. Yep. Um, and, we're, and we'd like to also like, you know, be very clear that we're really like excited about a number of human services, nonprofit, uh, small business, and other, and really anyone who wants to support the blind community. It doesn't have to be these behemoths like Google and Microsoft. Um, get in touch with us. I was going to say, we might have some small business people listening. And, you know, with Google and Microsoft being the first two, it's very easy to get the impression that it would cost millions of dollars to be a a specialized help partner. It's a matter of uh, what sort of, you know, what's, what, are you, what sort of service are you providing to the community? And you know, what sort of, uh, how are you going to execute on the specialized help platform and how are we going to ensure that you're going to be providing a quality, either uh, support or informational service. So we're like, I think they, anyone can just email solutions at be my eyes.com. Exactly. Uh, speaking of solutions, there's a few booths in the hall that are showing, uh, this has been around for a few years, but there's more modern versions of smart glasses uh, that are out there that are providing various video services. Um, have you had conversations with any of those, or is that something you would consider bringing Be My Eyes to additional platforms besides the phone? We like hands free is something that has been requested quite a lot, and we are exploring the best ways of doing that. Um, one of the things that we care a lot about is like affordability, of course, and it is hard to find some high quality glasses at a low low price point. But we're exploring. We are playing around with uh, different hardwares to figure out if we can find something that would work for. Um, our community at, at at large. Do you think you would prefer along that line to get into someone else's existing device and just be an option for them or to sell your own stuff? 
it's i mean it's i think it's a little too early for us to say right now uh, it's quality and affordability is what we what what we care about and it's been really hard to find that combination uh, maybe for good reasons maybe it's just a question of the technology maturing a little bit but um we are actively exploring and figuring it out um whether it's going to be on our own or someone else's we like we don't know yet yeah if if we get into a piece of hardware we want it to be financially accessible and long-term sustainable right Makes a lot of sense. How big is the company these days? We are seventeen. Seventeen. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We just hired some great folks in uh, in the U.S., which I'm excited about because I'm not as lonely anymore. <laughs> um, but folks like uh, Kelly Egan and Todd Kuypers and Joe Weber, um, you, you know, they're wonderful team, and they're helping us spread the word about specialized help and uh, figure out how we can provide the most value to blind consumers on that platform. Great. Well, cool. Certainly lots of developments and things going on. And I know we're going to have more conversations in the probably very near future about some of the new things that the investment money and everything else is enabling. So thank you so much for coming on as always. Uh, of course, if people want to get a hold of you, go be my, be my eyes.com. Yeah. yeah. And we, and we want to hear from people about, um, you know, believe it or not, like we basically respond to your feedback when it comes to which specialized health partners we, we talk to. Mm-hmm. So tell us what you want to see if you're like i really need support with my cable tv box let us know you know write us a write us a little paragraph or or just even better yet just go on social media and start making a racket you know because (laughs) that's really at the end of the day that's what creates change it's not companies like us running around trying to sell people on stuff it's uh real users talking about what they really want that's what companies now listen to hey before we go uh, you launched another podcast one is not enough, JJ. <laughs> Don't yeah. tell that to Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in a, yeah, so we have the Be My Eyes podcast, uh, which which is this our blindness podcast, right? It's just interviews with blind people. And that's like now in its 20th episode or something. But uh, last month in February, on February 13th, we launched 13 Letters, the Accessibility Podcast, which is myself. Which is 13 Letters. Yeah, that's it. right. It's kind of a, a jab at the uh, A11Y. I like uh, it. But it's all, you know, it's not just about digital accessibility. It's about physical accessibility, inclusive design more broadly. And it's uh, my, hosted by me and uh, Cordelia McGee-Tubb, who's the lead uh, accessibility engineer at Salesforce. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's a really fun podcast. We talk to like some real originators in the digital accessibility and physical accessibility areas. People like the guy who was responsible for voiceover and, you know, Lainey Feingold, who, who is responsible for uh, some major, major web accessibility settlements and agreements. Uh, so it's, it's a really, really great resource for anyone who's interested in accessibility broadly. So you're going to keep the other one going as well then? Absolutely. Yeah. We're having mm-hmm. too much fun to stop. That's right. it. One is not enough, JJ. So you what is your third one? one? All right. <laughs> Just wait. All right. Thank you both so much for coming. I really do appreciate it. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much, JJ. For more exclusive audio coverage, visit blindbargains.com or download the Blind Bargains app for your iOS or Android device. Blind Bargains audio coverage is presented by the AT Guys online at ATGuys.com. This has been another Blind Bargains audio podcast. Visit blindbargains.com for the latest deals, news, and exclusive content. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without the express written permission of AT Guys. Copyright 2020.